Resuming our reading of the Brihad Bhagavatamrita, part two. Quickly reaching that place and falling down as a stick to offer respects to the people there, I entered the temple by the devotee's mercy. From far away I saw the moon of the Supreme Person's face, a moon with large glistening eyes, a forehead decorated with jewel tilak, a splendor like a glittering cloud, and delightful glory of red lips and shining with moonlight of a smile, blossoming with all kindness. <clears throat> Although I had a mind to go before him, I was not able. I trembled with love. The hairs on my body stood erect. Tears removed my power to see. Somehow I came to the Garuda Stamba. As I gazed on Lord Jagannath, who was adorned with splendid, splendid garments, ornaments and garlands, whose eyes and heart were filled with happiness, who gracefully sat on his throne, who enjoyed many offerings of delicious foods, who lovingly glanced at they who were bowing down before him, dancing, reciting prayers, playing musical instruments and singing, and who was the abode of great glories, I suddenly fainted and fell to the ground. Regaining consciousness, Opening my eyes and gazing into the Lord's eyes, I became like a madman. I suddenly ran to embrace the Lord. I called out, I can see the Lord I so long yearned to see. My life is a success. My life is a success. I have my Lord, the Lord of the universes. Striking, with, striking me with sticks, the guard stopped me, thoughtful and ashamed. I went outside, and there I received Mahaprasadam. O Brahmana, after eating the prasadam, I again entered the Lord's temple. There I saw many blissful wonders. My mind cannot measure it. How can my mouth speak of it? There I spent the entire day filled with bliss. At night there was a great festival of decorations and a great festival of flowers offered in folded hands. Then I left the temple. Enjoying newer and newer festivals in the devotee's company, I was not aware how the time was passing. It was as if the grief of separation from Brajabhumi had gone away. I heard of in many accounts, and I also saw directly Lord Jagannath's great mercy to his servants. <clears throat> Nothing other than gazing at Lord Jagannath bleat pleased me. Even my desire to hear the Purana's description of the Lord's glories left me. Sometimes I would suffer in body and mind, but when I saw the lotus-eyed Lord, my sufferings were at once destroyed. I thought, I have attained the goal of my chanting. For many days I lived there very happily. Then I began to yearn to do some confidential service for the Lord. That desire brought me great anxiety. When during great festivals, that country's king, who was a great servant of the Lord, came to see the Lord's glorious face, he brought many saintly visitors and filled the gardens. Then poor people like myself were no longer able to see the Lord whenever they wished. Srila Sanatana Goswami explains that the most important of these festivals was Ratiyatra. Someone may pro protest that this action is not proper 
for a saintly king? The answer is given that the king brought with him many saintly persons eager to see Lord Jagannath. The gardens were filled with the horses and other animals of the king's entourage. One day, when for this reason I felt sick at heart, I saw my guru, who was overcome with love, as he stood before Lord Jagannath. Srila Sanatana Goswami explains that this was the guru who first gave him his mantra in Vrindavan. He was not able to speak. My heart attracted to Lord Jagannath's face. I did not see when he went somewhere else. Srila Sanatana Goswami explains the guru could not speak because he was overcome with love. Searching here and there, one day I found him alone on the ocean shore, dancing and chanting the holy names in ecstasy. Seeing me falling down as a stick to offer obeisances, he blessed me, embraced me, and knowing all, mercifully gave me the following instruction. O child, whatever you desire, you should chant your mantra. By its power, all will be fulfilled beyond what you can desire. Know that chanting your mantra is also service to Lord Jagannath. Have faith and never give up chanting. By the mantra's power, you, be, you will become an eternally youthful coward boy. Now your heart is worthy to attain that. Srila Sanatana Goswami explains that here the Guru is giving his disciple a benediction. Sometimes you will see me here and sometimes in Vrindavan. After speaking these words of instruction, he suddenly left. Distraught and separation from him, I went to see Lord Jagannath. I became strong and again I chanted. When I yearned to see Rajabhumi by Lord Jagannath's glory, the gardens there became like Vrindavan forest the ocean like the Jamuna, and Nilachal Hill like Govardhan. Srila Sanatana Goswami explains that this happened by Lord Jagannath's mercy. Thus I lived happily there. Every day after seeing Lord Jagannath, I would follow my guru's order and chant to my desired and chant to my to attain my desired perfection. When the king's time was over, his eldest son, a very renounced soul, refused to accept the kingdom. Srila Sanatana Goswami explains that the king died. His son became very renounced by serving Lord Jagannath. After asking him by Lord Jagannath's order, looking for the signs of a great king, the ministers crowned me. Srila Sanatana Goswami explains that the king's eldest son refused to accept the kingdom, and the younger sons and the other relatives were not qualified to accept it. The king's ministers asked Lord Jagannath what should be done. Lord Jagannath might have said to them, My devotee Gopu Kumar, who was born on Govardhan Hill, should be crowned king. Or then he might have said, He on whom the signs of a great king are seen should be crowned king. Seeing the signs of a great king on Gopakumar, they crowned him king. The signs of a king are described in Srimad Bhagavatam. 
ninth canto, 20th chapter, 24th verse, in these words. Maharaj Bharat, the son of Dusmanta, had the mark of Lord Krishna's disc on the palm of his right hand, and he had the mark of a lotus whirl on the soles, on the soles of his feet. I expanded the great festivals of worshiping the Lord, and I specifically expanded the 12 great yatras, including the yatra to Gundicha. Srila Sanatan Goswami explains that the 12 great yatras, beginning with Dola Yatra, Damana Yatra, Damanaka Yatra, Chandana Yatra, Jalishnana Yatra, and Rati Yatra, are performed in the 12 months. The Yatra to Gundicha is Rati Yatra. Coming in groups and meeting here, all the saintly persons on earth sang and danced with such ecstatic love, they looked like madmen. Srila Sanatan Goswami explains that this statement may mean that they came for the 12 great Yatras, or that they came for the Rati Yatra. They came from the different Sampradayas. Personally living as a penniless man and placing my kingdom and all royal enjoyments at Lord Jagannath's lotus feet, I served him according to my wish. Sometimes the Lord jokes with his dear eternal servants, and sometimes he enjoys loving pastimes with them. When the blissful Lord playfully becomes motionless, the devotees following his pastimes become filled with wonder and bliss. I yearned to become like those devotees. I was a newcomer. My faith was not fixed on Lord Jagannath alone. How could I enjoy his mercy? Srila Sanatana Goswami explains that Gopakumar was attached to Vrindavan. When I thought of the good fortune of the Arisen devotees, I yearned to be like them and I became sick at heart. The chanting of prayers, songs, and the holy names before the Lord reminded me of Mathura and filled me with pain. By associating with the devotees, I saw the lotus-eyed Lord. Then all my unhappiness disappeared, and I did not wish to go anywhere. Still, because I was a king, my heart could not feel the same bliss it once did to see the Lord. Surrounded by kings, I could not enjoy the great Yatra festivals to my heart's content. Placing the burden of the kingdom on the king's sons, ministers, and relatives, I became aloof as before. Chanting my mantra in a secluded place and serving Lord Jagannath's lotus feet to my heart's content, I lived happily. Because the people continued to treat me with great respect, I became very unhappy at heart. One morning I went before the Lord to ask permission to go to Vrindavan. But once, but when I gazed at his glorious face, I forgot everything. A year passed. One day I heard Mathura described by some people come from there. That night as I slept, overcome with grief, the Lord who suffers when others suffer instructed me saying, Srila Sanatana Goswami explains that the Lord here 
is Lord Jagannath. The Lord could not tolerate his devotee's sufferings. O cowherd boy, as this place is dear to me, so is Mathura dear. Mathura is even more dear, for it is the land of my birth. It is decorated with the past it is decorated with the places of my childhood pastimes. I still live there, enjoying pastimes. Srila Sanatan Goswami explains that the word childhood here also means the Lord's adolescence. The word Vibraman may also be interpreted to mean wandering here and there. Why, your heart wavering so, do you suffer? Go there. In time, you will see me there in this form. Srila Sanatan Goswami explains that Gopakumar's heart wavered between two decisions. I will stay here and I will go there. In this way, he was filled with doubt and torn in two. The form, of, the, form the Lord predicts he will see is the form of Madana Gopal, the deity of Gopakumar's mantra. That morning, some priests from the temple came to my home and gave me the Lord's order in the form of Lord Jagannath's garland. Tying the garland around my neck and bowing down to offer respect to the chakra, I went to the country of Mathura. Srila Sanatan Goswami explains that Gopakumar might think, this is just a false dream. Why, simply by words in a dream, should I leave this place and go to another. The sudden appearance of the priests with the garland confirmed the Lord's order. Go to Mathura. Sri Gopakumar said, O best of Mathura Brahmanas, I bathed at Vishrama Tirtha and then went to Vrindavan. To Govardhan and other places, wandering as I wished, drinking milk, Unnoticed by my former friends and chanting my mantra, I passed some days. My longing to see Lord Jagannath making me see everything as if it were a desert. I remembered Purushottam Ketra. Srila Sanat Goswami explains that this verse may mean that Gopakumar saw everything as if it were a desert, <clears throat> or that he saw Mathura Mandala as if it were a desert. Lord Krishna lives in Vrindavan eternally. This is described in Srimad Bhagavatam, 4th Canto, 8th Chapter, 42nd Verse, 10th Canto, 1st Chapter, 28th Verse, and 10th Canto, 44th Chapter, 13th Verse. Unhappy, I was returning to Orissa to see Lord Jagannath, when on the path by the Ganges, on the, when on the path by the Ganges shore, I saw some Brahmanas devoted to religious duties. From those Brahmanas learned in many scriptures, I heard something. That in the sky above is a place named Swargaloka, where the demigods live. That place is glorious with many airplanes. In it are no fears, sufferings, old age, death, disease, or any faults. That very happy place where the king is Indra, the elder brother of the Lord of the Universes, is attained by performing many great pious deeds. 
Srila Sanatana Goswami explains that King Indra is the elder brother of Lord Vamana. That realm named Divya Swarga is better than the realm of Vila Swarga, Swarga, which is decorated with the forms of Lord Vishnu, Lord Sesha, and other forms of the Lord. And it is also better than Bauma Swarga, which in its continents, countries, and other places is splendid with worships, with festivals of worship for Lord Krishna, who appears in many forms. Sanat Goswami explains that Lord Vishnu is the deity of Sutala Loka, and Lord Sesha is the deity of Saptama, Patala Loka. The word Adi refers to deities described in the Ramayana, as well as to Lord Kapila, who is the deity of Atala Loka, and the Rudras, who are the deities of Vitala Loka. The word Dweep refers to continents, such as Jambadweep. The word Varsha refers to countries, such as Bharat Varsha, and the word Adi refers to other places, such as the Ocean of Milk. In Plaksha Dweep, the deity is Lord Surya. In Ilavrita Varsha, the deity is Lord Sankarsan. And in Bhadrashva, the deity is Lord Hayagriva. Thus, in the different places are different forms of Lord Krishna as described in the fifth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. Divya Svarga is the abode of the demigods. The other Svargas here are the other planets below that realm. Then I heard the wonderful story of Aditi's son Upendra, who is the Lord of the universes, personally present there, enjoying pastimes, traveling on the king of birds, killing demons, always pleasing the demigods with playful, beautiful words and worshipped by them as their, old, as their own brother. Srila Sanatana Goswami explains that the king of birds is Garuda. Yearning to see him, I chanted my mantra, and in a very short time, an airplane came. I happily entered it and went to the realm of the demigods. There I saw Lord Vishnu, his form filled with eternity, knowledge, and bliss, sitting on the throne of Garuda's graceful shoulders, surrounded by demigods and worshipped by Narada, who very sweetly played a vena. He was the same Lord I had seen before in a king's palace by the Ganges shore. Srila Sanatana Goswami explains that this was the four Lord's, Lord's forearm form. Now having attained the Lord, I yearned to attain. Seeing the Lord, I yearned to see, and thinking I now had the goal of my life. From far away, again and again, I fell down as a stick to offer my respects. Then, with words melting with compassion, he called to me. It is good, very good, that you have come, O coward boy. Why should you fall down as a stick? Come close to me without fear. Respectfully brought before him by demigods sent by Indra, I very carefully sat down. Residing in the Nandana forest and pleased with heavenly things, I was happy. I saw that there was no fear, lamentation, disease, death, withering, suffering, or old age. There may have been some defects there, but enjoying the sight of the Lord of the universes, 
I did not consider them. With the opulences of Svarga, day after day, Inder worshipped the Lord as his brother, master, and shelter. Srila Sanatana Goswami gives the Parajata flower and the heavenly nectar as examples of the opulences of Svarga. In my heart, I thought, Indra is fortunate, obtaining from Lord Vishnu fearlessness and mastery over the three worlds. He worships the Lord with celestial things, and the Lord personally accepts his offerings. Will the Lord be kind to me in this way? With this desire, I chanted my mantra and lived there. Then Indra, having raped the dear wife of a great sage, ashamed and fearing a curse, hid somewhere. Srila Sanatana Goswami explains that this event occurred soon after Gopakumar's desire was manifest. Indra hid in a lotus stem in Manasa Sarovara. Although they searched in many ways, the demigods could not find him. Because there was no king, the three worlds were overcome by calamities. Srila Sanatana Goswami explains that the calamities were caused by the demons. Then, on Lord Vishnu's order, the demigods, sent by their guru, crowned me in Indra's place. I delighted Aditi and the others. Srila Sanatana Goswami explains that the guru here is Brihaspati. Why did Indra's mother Aditi, wife Sachi, and many friends tolerate this? They were happy with this arrangement because it was the Lord's order. I worshipped Aditi, Sachi, Brihaspati, and the Brahmanas. I made the three worlds always full of devotion to Lord Vishnu. Srila Sanatana Goswami explains that the word Jivam here is the name of Brihaspati, and the word Maniyan means worshipping. Gopakumar made the worlds more full of Vishnu Bhakti than they had been under King Indra. Although made king of Svarga by the Lord's order, I lived as before, a penniless man in the Nandana forest. Fearing that I would become ungrateful, I did not give up my chanting. Thus I could never forget the land of Braja. Tormented by this, my face dried up. Noticing this, the Lord of the universes again and again pleased me with the touch of his lotus hand and the many nectars of his words. Acting as if I was his elder brother, to please me, he took and ate the food I offered him. With this, I forgot my sufferings. I pleased him with unprecedented worship and loved him as one loves a younger brother. Seeing that I had become well, glorious Upendra then went to his own abode. Then I could not always see him. Then I became very unhappy. I yearned to go and see Lord Jagannath, the master of Nilachal, who out of love never leaves they who take shelter of him. When Lord Vishnu appeared, his great mercy and the hope it brought made, me, made all my sufferings disappear. O Brahmana, Living in, as Indra there, I happily passed one year of the demigods. Then Brigu and other great sages, 
were mercifully going on foot to purify the holy places of the earth, unexpectedly came to Svarga. Srila Sanatan Goswami explains that the sages in this group included Marichi, Angira, Pulasya, and Pulaha. The great devotee Brigu Muni is glorified in Bhagavad Gita, chapter 10, verse 25, and Srimad Bhagavatam, third canto, 11th chapter, verse 30. The Ganges and other holy places became contaminated by the very sinful people that visit them. These sages were going to purify them again with the touch of their feet. I gazed on them with wonder as all the demigods and, and sages, Brihaspati and Lord Vishnu himself, worshipped them. I, a novice, whose heart was charmed by the bliss of serving Lord Vishnu, did not know them. Pushed by my friends, I also worshipped them. They, bl they blessed me and then left by their own wish. Lord Upendra also disappeared. Then I asked the demigods, who are these sages that they are worshiped by demigods who receive the worship of, worship of human beings? When, what are their splendid glories? Where do they live? Their hearts filled with envy. The embarrassed demigods did not speak. They and Brihaspati said, Brihaspati said, above this realm is splendid Maharloka, which is attained by great pious deeds and which does not perish when the three worlds are destroyed. As Indra's happiness is millions of times more than an earthly king's, so the Prajapati's happiness is considered millions of times greater than Indra's. Srila Sanatana Goswami explains that the Prajapati's here are Brigumuni and, uh, the, uh, and the other residents of Maharloka. Taking shelter of the Lord's sacrifices and worshiping him at every step, they live there very happily. Sri Gopakumar said, Hearing this and losing interest in Indra's post, I yearned to see the Lord worshipped by these great supremely worshipable sages. Desiring this as I chanted my mantra, very soon I went by airplane up to that planet, and there I saw all was faultless and beyond description. The happiness, opulence, and worship was not like that in the three worlds. Srila Sanatan Goswami explains that the happiness there is faultless because, one, there is no fear it will perish at the arrival of Brahma's night. Two, it is free from material rivalry. And three, it is not a cause of future suffering. The opulence there is faultless because it is free from diminution and other faults. The worship is faultless because it is done without material motives. When thousands of devotee sages perform great fire sacrifices, the Lord of sacrifices rises from the fire and enjoys pastimes of eating the offerings. Charming the world's hearts and splendid as millions of suns, he who is the personification of sacrifices extends his hands, accepts the offerings, and blesses the worshipers. Srila Sanatan Goswami explains that the Lord of Sacrifices is described in Srimad Bhagavatam, 
third canto, 13th chapter, verses 35 and 36. To me, filled with awe and reverence and happily bowing before him, with his own hand, he gave me his, he gave his prashadam remnants and said in a voice melting with compassion, by his great mercy, I, un, I attained unprecedented bliss and all my desires were fulfilled. Wandering with the kind sages, I saw in every home the Lord of the universes. Srila Sanatana Goswami explains that this was the form of the Lord appearing in the midst of the sacrificial fire and eating the offerings. By his great mercy, I attained unprecedented bliss and all my desires were fulfilled. Wandering with the kind sages, I saw in every home the Lord of the universes. Sri Sanatan Goswami explains that this was the form of the Lord appearing in the midst of the sacrificial fire and eating the offerings. Thinking I had attained all success, I very happily lived there. Then the great sages said to me, Srila Sanatan Goswami explains that Gopu Kumar thought that his birth and his mantra chanting were successful because now by the Lord's grace, he could directly see the many forms of the Lord of the universes. The great sages said, O son of a Gopa Vaishya, please accept from us the status of a Brahmana in these worlds. Become, become one of the great sages and worship with sacrifices the Lord of the universes you long desired to see. Sri Gopakumar said, O Brahmana, when I heard this, I thought, there is a great happiness in being a Vaishya, for then I can serve both the Lord and his Brahmana devotees. By staying with these sages devoted only to sacrifices, I will become lax in chanting the mantra taught by my spiritual guru that shows me such good results. Srila Sanatan Goswami explains that from chanting this mantra came the results of kingdoms on earth, the kingship of Swarga and the attainment of Maharloka. Showing all respect to them, but not accepting the status of a Brahmana, I continued to live there enjoying the great happiness of the Prajapatis. In that place is no fault, lamentation, or anxiety. There is nothing but festivals of sacrifices for the pleasure of the Lord of sacrifices. However, when the sacrifices are over and the Lord disappears, there is suffering. And when the sacrifices are performed and the Lord appears, again there is happiness. When the three worlds burn at the end of a thousand chatur yugas, a time that here is a single day, the sages go to Janaloka. Then when it was like night and there were no sacrifices, the Lord of sacrifices was not seen. For me, this was a fire greater than the fire of devastation. Then going to Purushottam Ketra, which stands in the shade of an eternal banyan tree, I saw Lord Jagannath, thus I became happy.
Srila Sanatana Goswami explains that because it is shaded by that eternal banyan tree, Purushottam Ketra is not destroyed at the time of cosmic de devastation, but stays there eternally. When I returned to Maharloka, my chanting, done in secret as before, made me unhappy, for I wished to see the earth. Srila Sanatana Goswami explains that he wished to see Vrindavan. When I worshipped him, the Lord, who was an ocean of kindness, appeared, and when he affectionately called me and gracefully ate what I offered, all my unhappiness went away. As darkness goes with the rising of the sun, now bound by desires, I had no power to go anywhere else, even at night. Srila Sanatana Goswami explains that, shackled by the desire to see and worship the Lord of Sacrifices, Gopakumar would not go to Prushtam Ketra or any, or any other place at the time of Brahma's night. <clears throat> 